So I used to say that if you want to win the dieting game, you should also learn how to win the volume game. Adding volume to your meals can make a huge, huge difference when it comes to your dieting pursuits. And today I want to go through five ways in which you can add more volume to your meals without just giving you the typical advice of adding a little bit more veg and salad. That is gonna be part of it, of course, but I wanna give you some more practical tips that will help you on your journey and hopefully you can apply at least one or two of them, which is gonna make your dieting efforts a little bit more manageable. Manageable. So number one on my list here is to try liquid-based dishes. So a few that come to mind are going to be soups, maybe not for this time of year, but you can do cold soups like gazpacho or something along those lines. Uh, broths are a really good idea as well. Oats, for example, can be really helpful, something I usually add to my meals when I'm dieting as well. Jelly is another one that comes to my mind as well, but adding liquid to your meals can be a really good way to create that fullness without adding any more calories to your plate. The liquid goes a long way. You might think, Elliot, can I just get myself hydrated before I eat meals? and absolutely you can totally do that but what you'll find is that you might be able to have a soup on the side of your meal that almost only has 150 calories or something alongside it without touching your main meal and already go into that meal feeling pretty damn full so tip number one is to try some liquid based dishes number two is to eat veg and salad with every meal even when it seems unorthodox. I know that a lot of us are quite familiar with maybe eating a salad for lunch and having some veggies with our dinner, but how many of us are used to having a full-blown salad for breakfast, for example, or to have a side of broccoli with their breakfast? And you might be thinking, that's quite weird, Elliot. And it might seem a little bit untraditional and unorthodox, but at the same time, if we want to fill ourselves up at every single meal, it's a really good way to do so. I used to have a friend years and years ago, he used to eat half a lettuce with every single meal, and I'm literally talking about one of those big iceberg lettuce you would cut it in the middle and season it and eat it and it's a little bit crazy but at the same time if you want to keep yourself nice and full throughout the day veg and salad are really going to help you do that without adding calories and you can have your normal meal that you're planning to have and you can add that extra and that will go a long way in terms of promoting fullness and satiety number three is to stop consuming protein bars and meal replacement shakes and they do have a time and a place but whilst you're in a deficit whilst you're on relatively low calories for the most part the place for them should be on the shelves of the supplement stores. They should not be in your cupboards or within your repertoire. And like I said, they can be if you want to, but sometimes we're looking at 300, 400 calories for some of these bars or shakes. And in reality, you're not gonna feel that satiated from a bar or shake. Typically, these bars are gonna be somewhere between 200 to 300 calories on average, and they're usually about 60 grams. 60 grams is nothing. Think of 60 grams on a plate compared to an enormous meal. Like I could make a meal of potatoes, a lean protein sauce maybe, it doesn't have to be potatoes, but they're quite high volume, a lean protein sauce, some veg as well, and that would still probably be low the amount I could have from a protein bar. And yes, it's delicious, and yes, it's kind of a tasty sweet treat when you're on a diet, but at the same time, I would be keener to opt for like a zero calorie sauce, which we'll go for in just a minute, like a syrup, for example, and get my sweet kick from there, or some other examples which I'll go through in a minute, but 200 to 300 calories on a bar is usually just not worth it. You want to be packing your plates as much as you possibly can and a bar or even a shake that has carbs and fats in it, just a normal protein shake you might get away with and sometimes if protein is a struggle to get into your day, then that's definitely going to be a wise choice. But try and avoid those ready to drink ones that are loaded with carbs and fats as you're going to be much better off eating those calories versus drinking them. Number four is to find and discover high volume foods that aren't just veg and salad. Veg and salad are great, but they 
are the extent in which we can find higher volume food. Berries, for example, are phenomenal, like strawberries, for instance. I always give the example of a small banana. It's going to usually have about 20 grams of carbs in it, whereas it's going to take us about 300, 350 grams of strawberries to hit 20 grams of carbs and the 80 calories that comes along with that. Egg whites are a fantastic option. I'm always shouting and screaming about those. Greek yogurt, rice cakes are a fantastic option too. And the key to doing this is to look at the back of the packet, look at how many calories per 100 grams of that food. How many calories are you getting? The lower the calories are per 100 grams, usually the higher the volume of the food. And that is going to be your key to success when it comes to picking the choices and expanding the amount of food that's on your plate without expanding the amount of calories. Number five is to utilize zero calorie food and veg replacements. I mean, I know a lot of people are in two minds of whether we should be having these type of foods like the bare naked noodles, which are basically zero calorie noodles, but I've used them in the past and they've been fairly helpful. What I don't think we should be doing is taking them outside our fat loss phases. A, I also don't think that we should be using them at the very start of our fat loss phases, but are they helpful from time to time? Absolutely. So things like that, things like zero calorie sources, I also quite like using. I used to use a lot of zero calorie maple syrup from uh, bulk.com on my oats. And that was just a great way to add a little bit of sweetness to my oats without adding any extra calories. And once again, like I said, I'd be getting my sweet cake from there versus having to have a protein bar or something along those lines. I would also have options hot chocolate, not zero calorie per se, but 30 calories for a delicious low calorie hot chocolate was always a good way to go for during a diet. And there's plenty of these lower calorie foods out there. You just got to be mindful. Like for example, a lot of people will have fiber one brownies and I used to have these, but for me, these are not a good use of calories. You end up having one, it's tiny, and then you just want to eat three more. And then you end up eating 300 calories anyway. So you may as well would have had a protein bar, which would have been more satisfying. And now you have a weird feeling in your stomach and you've just eaten an entire pack of fiber one brownies. So not all low calorie slash zero calorie foods are created equal. Veg replacements are brilliant. I used to eat a lot of cauliflower rice during my diet. There is courgette spaghetti. I didn't have so much of that, but I know a lot of people use that and enjoy it. So look out for those as well, because they can be really, really good replacements, especially the cauliflower rice. Full stop when it's made out of cauliflower, when there's nothing else added to it, it's brilliant. I found it very, very effective. So look out for those and they will be really helpful. So those are five ways in which you can add more volume to your meals and hopefully make your fat loss phases a little bit more manageable. So that's everything from me today, team. Take care and I'll speak to you all very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.